What's up, guys? You're listening to the Life in Motion audio experience, featuring interviews around travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up, guys? And welcome to episode 28 of Life in Motion. Listen as Bronson Allison and Kyle Brunton share how to make the most of your life experiences by traveling to different places like Germany, Indonesia, Chernobyl, and more. Oh, and fun fact, this is actually the first time they met in the United States. Check it out, and if you're into it, give it a share. Thanks. What's going on, everybody? Uh, today, I've got someone on the line uh, who, one who probably doesn't need an introduction anymore, um, Bronson, uh, Allison, um, and this time, uh, he actually has with him his buddy, Kyle Brunton. Um, as you know, Bronson has been a big supporter of Illumin kind of since the beginning, um, and he also travels quite a bit uh, promoting his own brand, the Live More brand. Um, but anyways, him and Kyle linked up earlier this year, um, and it sounds like they've uh, been on some pretty awesome trips together. Um, so we'll just go ahead and jump into things. Um, but Kyle, first, I'll let you go first. Give us a little background on yourself. Um, you know, who you are, where you grew up, hobbies, kind of what your story is. Uh, hi guys. My name is Kyle Brington. I live in Missouri, actually pretty close to the Illumin Collect guys. And, uh, I grew up in like a small town in like Southern Missouri. And I went to college for chemistry and microbiology, and that just wasn't working out for me. I wasn't, I didn't want to do that anymore. I, I wanted to, you know, have a ton of fun and travel the world. And I, I set this goal that I wanted to travel to 30 countries before I turned 30. And I actually just met that uh, last month. I went to my 30th country and I'm only 27. Nice. So right, right now, me and Bronson are just killing it traveling and our, uh, the Live More brand's taking off, and everything's perfect right now. Well, um, so if you're 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 on 27 now, yeah, you've, you've already hit 30. So now, what's your new goal for 30? You know, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go for like maybe just one a year. I mean, I know it'll be more than that, but you know, maybe like before I'm 40, do 40, and then before 50, do 50. I like I it. And I only have one continent left. I've never been to Antarctica, and that's the only continent. So I need to scratch that off. But it's a pretty big uh, commitment to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, that's not just an easy trip, out of doubt. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it takes like twenty-one days or something. Like it's oh stupid. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bronson, uh, like I said, I know you've been on here a couple times, but just a quick uh, refresher to the audience of of who you are and kind of what you're all about. Okay, yeah, my name is uh, Bronson Allison, and I'm a videographer, and I have the Live More brand with Kyle here, and pretty much uh, just kind of travel around and make uh, like travel vlogs, and then we do a lot of cinematic style, like lifestyle edits, and try to have as much fun as possible in the meantime. That's awesome. So... And I know um, Kyle kind of touched on it. He started in the chemistry, chemistry thing, wasn't really into it, kind of not really his passion. Um, and I know the same story uh, with you, Bronson, as well. Um, so, and then that kind of led to you guys getting kind of both into the videography and photography and whatnot. So how has that kind of um, evolved for each of you all um, over the years, kind of since you've made that decision to you know, focus on that rather than being a scientist for example <laughs> uh it's kind of awesome because like before it's like we have to rely on like finding a job and stuff like that and now like we kind of create our own opportunities with videography and photography and like it's kind of like a skill that and you have like a unique style to it that nobody else will have so you can kind of like brand yourself and 
and it's kind of like a cool thing because like you pretty much can just provide for yourself off of it and have fun doing it that that's awesome and then um kyle i guess kind of the same same deal with you kind of how that uh, kind of why that kind of drew you to it and kind of have stuck with it yeah like i've always really liked uh i don't know like if you could say videography per se but like I, even in like middle school I got like cameras for my like for Christmas and stuff for my parents and I used to just carry around like a home camcorder like one of those really big ones and I would just film like everything like me and my friends playing Guitar Hero like me and my friends doing whatever we were doing and I would never edit any of it but then like I, I was like sometimes I think that I do this for like myself too you know like I'm doing all this cool stuff and I we film it and we get to edit it and like I have like a scrapbook of my life on YouTube and all these videos. Like I have hard drives full of stuff that just you know, <laughs> one of these days I'll be able to go back and watch it. And it's just like a massive scrapbook of stuff that I've done. And that's for me, that's, that's like the main thing. But then I also just like creating dope stuff, you know? That's awesome. I um, actually bring that up like the, the old camcorder and that kind of stuff. I'm kind of surprised that I didn't take a, a similar route. Cause I remember when I was young, had a, uh, my family had like a JVC, you know, vhs recorder yeah. um and i used to make i think they were basically like stop motion animations with legos oh yeah somehow yeah. and it was like it was so fun i would love to, if i knew where those tapes were to watch them because i know they'd be <laughs> terrible but it was so fun at the time yeah you know it's fun stuff like that and like i would just put a camera on a tripod and like film me and my friends playing guitar Hero, and it was literally for nothing but i would enjoy it on like days that i was bored i would go back and get on my camcorder and flip the screen open and watch just random things. And that I do the same thing today. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so kind of like to your point, you just said, you know, um, having hard drives and stuff, all this stuff you can go back to and now kind of having your whole life and, and whatnot on YouTube and Instagram and whatnot, obviously kind of the way, I guess I'd be correct in saying this the way photography and videography are going, you know, it's a kind of a turning into a social atmosphere uh, and using these social platforms. Um, so I guess that brings back to how did you guys actually meet? Um, and was it, was it through one of those kind of social connections to Instagram or YouTube or kind of, well, how did that all happen? Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, so I was watching uh, Gary V and like his podcast and stuff and how to grow Instagram. He's like, go like, like 10 like photos or something like that at a time and comment on each one and I was doing that and then I saw Kyle's where he was in Las Vegas and like I love Las Vegas it's probably one of my favorite places to go and I clicked on it and commented and then I'm like I clicked on his page and started scrolling down and I saw he was in Bali and I was getting ready to go to Bali so I just messaged him I'm like hey man like looks pretty cool like what's going on like what's that place like and stuff and then we just kind of started chit-chatting and he told me he made videos and stuff like that and Next thing you know, it's like a year later, we're going to another country together. <laughs> That's rad. So, so the now the first time you guys like met in person was that on a trip or like a trip like out um, out of the states or was it? Was yeah, it, we met uh, in Hamburg, Germany, actually. So I you picked just, him up at the airport. I had to ride the train to the air. I got there like. A week before he did and then i met him at the airport and the first time we met he walked out of, out of the terminal and i was like what's up man and it was like we would, had known each other for years it was weird yeah <laughs> that's so awesome that that's just I, I don't know that's just a wild story like not only that like you guys kind of hit it off and became friends 
yeah. you know, because of that. But the first place that you guys actually like physically meet each other and hang out is Germany in all places. That's wild. <laughs> uh, fun, uh, fun fact about that. The day that we met, we had to stay in like a small place because, you know, we were pretty broke. We had to share a bed the day we met. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know right away, you know, it's either going to be a good trip or a bad trip, or you're like, yeah. not. <laughs> that was so weird for me, too, because, like, I didn't know Kyle, like, like we just talked, and, like, all I did was book a plane ticket, flew there, didn't know where I was staying, like, didn't know these people at all, like, it was just, like, just going with the flow the entire time, but it worked out. It's like, fingers crossed, like, it wasn't, like, a remake of Taken or anything like that, it was just, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's awesome so yeah so you, you guys did the first trip in germany and i know uh you know we talked a little bit about that um in the, the last time you were on bronson but you guys recently got back um from bali um i know and i didn't know both of you had been there i know uh bronson you've also talked about that kind of your interesting experience there um and I know it's it's so funny because at the end of that podcast, it's like you kind of rattle off all these things that went wrong, but you still loved it. You're like, I'm I'm going back there. I'm definitely going to go back there. So um, it's cool to circle around and, and see that you actually did go back there. Um, but anyways, how did the opportunity go back for this kind of second trip around? We just wanted a boys trip, didn't we? Yeah. So like, it really wasn't even like a, uh, we didn't have like a, a job or anything lined up there. It was kind of just like, let's go on a sick trip. And there were some guys going with us that had never left the country. And, we, you know, I love Bali, too. Like, I went first, and then Bronson went. And then uh, the next time, this past one in July, we all went together. And we took – there was, like, eight of us in one villa. So it was basically, like, a big party the whole time. And we just, you know, really just enjoyed ourselves for, like, two straight weeks. Yeah, two weeks. That's awesome. So So, I mean, okay, so you didn't really have anything planned. You're just kind of just hanging out uh party in, the, in this villa what did you guys i guess what did you guys do like throughout i guess that time like um any like off-site trips or you know anything like that uh, well, we, uh bro when bronson was there uh what was that you had that family that you met yeah we went back to the village uh where i stayed the first time and hung out with the like the native people there and it was like a two-hour scooter ride and it was brutal yeah it was, it was bad <laughs> and uh they like took us out and kind of showed us their village a little bit and gave me a gift and yeah there were some super nice locals like they had, they made us coffee when we got there it was the worst thing i ever tasted but you know it's the thought, <laughs> the celebrities too. The like, thought was there had their phones out taking like pictures of us oh and, yeah they, they were pumped that there were some americans it was great i didn't know if i was about to lose my wallet or <laughs> yeah nobody spoke any english it was awesome so so wait so you said uh this is a, a family that you met the first time you were there bronson yeah uh i stayed with them for like a week last time i was there maybe a little bit longer than that and they kind of like took care of me a little bit i was sick when i got there and they gave me I, medicine and i remember dinner. that so yeah, did they cool. so did you like just like did you have a way to contact them beforehand or you just like remembered where it was at and just kind of showed up or like uh, no we're friends on facebook actually oh okay and uh yeah i'd message them and they were trying to she's trying to learn english just to talk to me so uh <laughs> got back to the house and like they had the whole family there and everybody was excited to see us and wanted to take pictures with us and it was pretty cool that's awesome 
Um, so, so besides that, um, I guess what was kind of the, you know, a favorite part of the trip for each of you guys? Um, I mean, it sounds like it was just like a perfect, like vacation almost. If you guys really didn't have anything going on, uh, planned at least. Um, yeah. So like, luckily most of us had already like been to Bali and done like the temples and stuff and like explored around Bali. So this time we really just drink a lot of beer <laughs> and we went to uh, Finn's beach club. It's like the biggest beach club in Bali. And we absolutely tore that place down one day. I think there was like 20 of us and we booked a VIP table on top <laughs> of the thing and just went hard all day. And then, uh, you know, we just like mobbed around Bali for two weeks. Like uh, we had, we, we rented a villa. That's one thing. Like you can rent villas. They're so cheap. It was a three or four bedroom villa. And we slept eight people in there and it was like 200 us dollars for each of us to stay for like 12 nights whoa private pool and a a maid that came and cleaned every day like a pool guy it was awesome that's insane yeah and then uh, we were actually there with uh i don't know if you know the twins tv guys they're like used to be like three million subscribers on youtube and did pranks and stuff and those were the guys that came with us so like the whole time we're filming vlogs and people in bali were recognizing these kids really we were at the mall and like people were like oh you're the twins tv guys like it was nuts that's so crazy i i remember i was um it kind of go off top topic do you guys watch uh uh, dan mace his stuff oh yeah yeah i watched yeah 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 didn't he just do um a bollywood thing or something where he got somebody from bali to meet uh I don't know, some famous actor out there or something like that. I don't know. I didn't realize, I guess that's what I'm saying is I didn't realize that kind of scene was like out there. Um, yeah. I, yeah. He's been doing that seed thing where he yeah, travels around. Yeah. I saw that. And yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like the people over there, like you would think that they probably don't watch like YouTube, like American YouTube, but when it's like all YouTube. So like the same things that we're into, they're into also, they just speak a different language, you know? That's so crazy. <laughs> that's like so, a little bit delayed on stuff too what was that yeah that's like yeah so like and a lot of times like they really really idolize people like that because i don't know it, in my travel experiences like i've noticed that you know people from like southeast asia like if you if they know you're american like they think of you like a little bit better even though they shouldn't yeah they think you're like a celebrity or yeah something, like right? you're automatically a celebrity because you're from america so I think they idolize like those YouTube people that are American like a little bit harder. That's wild. Yeah, I I guess that yeah, I don't know. I guess it makes sense. I get. I, I'm saying that because I've never been there, so I don't have any experience. But it's, it's a weird phenomenon, man. Like I, I felt really bad in some places. Like I was in Cambodia, and this guy asked where I was from, and I told him America, and he folded open his motorbike uh, seat where the little storage is underneath it. And he got a magazine out and it had a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge on the front. And he said, I show this to my kids and we dream about going there. And I was just, I just felt really bad. Oh, yeah, that'd be kind of heavy. to I don't know. It was a little depressing when he told me. And I was like, hey, man, it's not that good. San Francisco sucks. Should have been better than to stay with you. That's wild. So, <laughs> um, so I, I know like, I guess to go back to, to Bronson's first trip, cause I know a little bit about that. Um, I know you had some run-ins with like, what was it? Fire ants, almost getting mugged. 
some crazy yeah. wine, scooter wrecks. Was it all kind of a smooth and easy trip this time, or were there any crazy hiccups? Uh, yeah, well, when we went into that village, I was, like, <laughs> trying to show everybody, like, uh, it's kind of like a sacred, like, watering area. And I, like, right out of the gate, slipped and fell, got all busted up, and I was bleeding and stuff. And I showed up to that village, and I'm, like, bleeding. I was like, hey, can you guys help me? And last <laughs> time I was there, I showed up sick, and I was like, hey, can you help me? So, like, they only ever see me when I'm down. But, uh, actually, yeah, when we were riding back with that two-hour scooter ride, and I had to ride on the back of somebody else's scooter, and I'm holding this huge gift that they gave me. And uh, we kind of got into some traffic, and I looked over, and I saw this cop on the street corner, like, staring at us. And I was like, oh, no. I knew it was going to happen. And he came walking over to us and told us to pull over and uh, asked us for our international driver's license. Exact same thing that happened to me last time. And I was like, oh, great, here we go. And uh, so we didn't have it. And he made us take our helmets off. He took our helmets and then took us into this little, like, police booth thing and sat us down and told us basically, like, you can get arrested or you can pay me money. And we ended up having to pay him, like, 400,000 rupiah, which I don't know how much is that. Like 30 bucks, 30, like 30 bucks. US dollars. Yeah. Wow. And uh, he let us go then after that. But, like, at least I knew what was up. I started speaking a little bit of Indonesian to him and he started like relaxing a little bit because he started out being a little aggressive. And then after that, it wasn't too I bad. I wasn't there for that. That was Bronson and our buddy, Jeremy. I, uh, I cruised by un unscathed on my scooter. <laughs> Lucky you. I guess uh, moral of the story is to keep Bronson off the scooters. Yeah, Bronson's the bad news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wasn't even driving. He was, they were uh, double broing on it. Yeah, just bad luck, that's all. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Um, well, and so, so it sounds like you guys had an awesome uh, trip in, in Bali and all that stuff. And then, uh, Kyle, I know that you mentioned that um, you just had a trip to Chernobyl as well, which has kind of been a popular topic lately. Um, what, what was that kind of all about and like and, and everything? Yeah, so that has been a hot topic. Like that HBO series came out. Did you watch that? I did not. I don't. I don't have HBO. So you should uh, do the <laughs> seven day trial. Do whatever you got to do to watch the to watch the Chernobyl HBO series because it's sick. So I watched that and I was like, man, I wonder if we could find someone that would like have me over there. And so we did. I uh, I emailed a company there. Uh, it's called Chernobyl Welcome and. I asked them if they would, you know, um, spot us on a tour if we came over to Ukraine. And they were like, yeah, sure, we'd be happy to work with you. So I actually just finished that video up yesterday. But I was like, yeah, let's go to Chernobyl. And I'd wanted to do it for a long time because, you know, a place like that, it was like abandoned within three days. So it was just nuts seeing it. Yeah, that's great. And I, honestly, I don't know too much about kind of all that. I mean, um so what so is it just kind of going like a tour the whole time just capturing footage and stuff or was like yeah so like to get to chernobyl you have to be on like a sponsored tour you can't just like waltz in by yourself because okay uh is radiation it... is still high enough that you know you can't just like go in and wander around on your own so i went with a a tour group there was like i don't know eight or nine of us and uh, then, like, a guy that was driving the bus and the dude that was doing the, the actual talking, the tour guide guy. And 
you had to uh, sign up for it like two weeks beforehand and send over your passport information and get uh, a permit to enter like the exclusion zone around the power plant. And then uh, once we got there, like you had to wear uh, this little thing around your shirt that told you how much radiation you were getting. And like, if you got too much, you had to leave. And it was, it was pretty wild, honestly. What does it do? Like, like beep if like you get too close to like, uh, yeah, so like if you got if you got too close to the radiation, like it would start beeping, like, um, like a loud like alarm sound, kinda. And then actually, I was editing yesterday. I was in the airport flying up here, and I was editing the video from that. And whenever I was going into buildings, like the microphone on my camera was being interfered with with the radiation, and it it sounds crazy. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. And like that place, you said you don't know much about it, like. Uh, it was a town, like 50,000 people, I think, lived in the city. And so then the power plant exploded. And within three days, they like had it fully evacuated. And there hasn't been anyone back since. That's a, and that, I mean, that was a little while ago, right? Yeah, it was in 1986. It was like 30 years ago or something. Yeah, that's, that's so insane that all that stuff is still just there. Is it So what is, like, besides like an abandoned town um, or whatnot, like, what does stuff like look like, I guess? Is it like look? different because radiation or like uh well like i don't know you know how like even here we don't have radiation but like if you leave a house just like chilling for a couple like decades like it just starts falling apart on its own like just naturally the paint starts peeling off stuff like that like a lot of the buildings were like they were just falling apart you know they had wood floors that were caving in and um a lot of it was like they had just abandoned it like some some of the apartments still had like plates on the table from where the people just had left and and didn't ever come back and it was just crazy like seeing like big tall apartment buildings with just nothing in them like hotels were abandoned the banks the grocery stores everything was just empty and there were still carts like in the grocery store they were just left there that's insane i guess wow yeah, it's hard to like. It's hard to explain like what it was like to. It'd be. It's a lot easier in video. Like, uh, the the city. Like, imagine like Springfield, but like instead of streets, there's just trees. Like the buildings are still there, but it's forest all the way around it. Not just like a little bit of vegetation growing up. Like full on forest with buildings in the middle. That's wild. That's like yeah. That's kind of hard to imagine, but yeah, it was. I, I honestly didn't expect it. Uh, I didn't expect it once we got there. I was kind of expecting, like, you know, just the empty city with, like, you know, streets and whatnot. But the streets are all completely gone. The sidewalks are gone. Trees are growing up through the buildings. And, like, the paint's all peeling off. It was crazy. <laughs> I'll put that one on the on the bucket list, I guess. Um <laughs> I mean, everyone should probably, like, I don't know if you're interested in it. I know a lot of people are right now because of that series. And that almost everyone that was on the tour said, like, they were there because of the series. I think only one couple said they had never seen it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I, I like, I, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to kind of even, even, like, fathom, like, what that would be like. Even even if I did watch the series, like, then actually like, going and, like, and, like, seeing it in real life, that would be wild. The lady that, uh, that I was emailing back and forth with about doing it, uh, she said that they were doing about, like, all of Chernobyl was doing a, 
less than 100 tourists a day. And then after the HBO series, they're doing around 1,200 a day. <laughs> I think that's wild, dude. <laughs> Good for the economy there, I guess. <laughs> uh, Ukraine's booming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it was, is it American documentary series or whatever? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, and they said it was really factual, too. So if you watch it, he said that it's pretty spot on facts wise that's that's crazy yeah i might i might have to try that seven day trial and, and check that out but ukraine i told someone the other day ukraine is definitely like one of those places for the experienced traveler i mean i wouldn't go there if you've never left you know the united states or canada so uh, why why would that be i guess is that it's just like so they don't use like the out, same alphabet we do you know they have like the russian uh, yeah uh, I don't know what you call it, whatever their alphabet's called. And so you, you literally cannot read a thing. You can't even try to guess what something says. Yeah, um, I guess Google Translate doesn't really help in that case either. Yeah, you know, like uh, Ukraine's not one of those places that's like, you know, their tourism board isn't necessarily busy. So uh, when you, you know, you get to Ukraine as an American, the customs agents are kind of like, you know, what are you doing in Ukraine? Like, there's a pretty solid chance you're up to no good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> so it's like one of those places that, like, if you haven't traveled before, I wouldn't, you know, jump straight into Ukraine. I'd probably, you know, try out England or something first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, yeah, it's probably not a bad place to get your foot wet. Feet wet. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, dip your feet in the travel water and then hit Ukraine. Because even I was like, man, this is sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> the, it, it sounds like you got away unscathed, though, so that's good. Yeah, I got out just fine. Actually, everyone was really nice. Like, no one spoke English. That was... I mean, I had, a, I rode in like probably six Ubers the whole time I was there and not one of them spoke more than like, I don't speak English. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> so what, uh, what, what else do you guys have on the, on the trip list, on the travel list in the coming, I guess the, the rest of this year or the coming year, I know, um, it, you know, either, either the joint trips or or individual trips or kind of what's on the on the list um like two weeks i think i'm going to las vegas for this uh there's like a travel group of people that use like points and miles to fly places for free and like once a year there's like this big party where it's like the penthouse suite of the venetian and it's just massive and we go in there and party and then we have like vip at a nightclub and then we go to Top Golf and get VIP there, and like just kind of like live like celebrities the whole time we're in Vegas, and it's pretty fun. I did it last year for the first time, and it was awesome. So I'm gonna go back again this year and do it all over again. Sounds doesn't sound like a bad uh, bad time at all. <laughs> oh no, it'll be fun for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I've been there once for a uh, for a work trip. I didn't really get to experience. Um, Vegas fully, if you will, but maybe one day I'll get back out there. Yeah, I, I sure. try to stay away from that city. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a really fun time for boys trips, and like I'm at the age right now, like I said, I'm 27. Like all my friends are getting married, so I feel like I've been to Las Vegas more than I should have been in the past like, three years. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, my bachelor party's in Vegas," and I'm like, "That's horrible news and great news." <laughs> yeah. uh, I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, I, I watched that movie. I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's awesome. So just that for the for the rest of the year or end of the year for you, Bronson. And uh, That's all I got planned so far, but I'm sure I'll do something else. Yeah, we're, we're always trying to watch something. I actually I, – there's a decent chance. Like, so I leave here on Tuesday. I fly back to St. Louis, and there's like a – I don't know – Seven, we'll go with 72% chance that I'm going to Athens, Greece on Wednesday. <laughs> Wait, a 72% chance for Athens, Greece? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not, like, I was like, honestly, I was fully spent. Oh, there might be a chance I might be driving down to Springfield, something like, you know, not a, not a flight across the country. So how, how do you have a 72% chance for that? Uh, well, I got invited on a trip there, and I just haven't committed yet. But – uh so they're leaving they're leaving this saturday but they're staying for two weeks and they're like hey come down the hotel's covered just come hang out with us and i was like you know that sounds awesome so i might just i might just do that wednesday i might go home get some clothes refill my suitcase and hop over to greece you know what i i think that sounds like a great idea actually i I, honestly i do too (laughs) um i mean I i don't know why you wouldn't if you got that opportunity but that's just me yeah, the Greek islands look sick, too, and, you know, I want to do something. I'm getting to this point that I have a problem that uh, everyone makes fun of me whenever I tell them this problem. My passport right now is too full for me to travel. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, first world problems. <laughs> you, you know what's funny about that? Um, so, the first time I went out of the country, I, I went to Australia. and they Oh, did, Australia's like, sick. It was awesome, but they didn't stamp my passport because they what? did like, the, yeah, they did like the, I don't know, like electronic scanning or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then when my wife and I, uh, not this summer, but the past summer, we went to, um, we did like, I think it was like seven countries, maybe. No, maybe not that many countries. I don't know. We went, we went through, uh, through Europe, you know, uh, England and France and Italy, um, uh, Hungary and some stuff. But, you know, once you're over there, they don't – once you get in the country, they don't stamp your passport every time. It's like, can somebody just give me a stamp, please? Yeah, well, when you go through those, like, I don't – how do you pronounce it? Shenzhen or whatever. Shenzhen zone or Shenzhen. I don't know how you pronounce it. But, like, all those countries, like Austria and Germany and some of those – all those ones there in the middle – like they have like an agreement where you can travel without your passport. Yeah. But and fun fact, you were uh, you asked earlier about travel tips. You can ask for a stamp. You can? Yeah. But that, I was yeah. never like where do you do this? Is that like the bus station or like cuz once we were there we pretty much traveled um like via train or bus. Uh, okay, so like that'll be a little bit different, but like <laughs> uh like you said Australia, like if you get to customs and they just scan your passport and like so next time just ask like even if you don't know just be like hey can you stand my password and usually the customs agent will do it and like just explain like i like to collect them or something because i have an american one and they don't stamp american passports yeah well that's a good t- i didn't i didn't know that i just figured they got away with it and like I yeah, said, they don't, if you go to canada they don't stamp your passport either if you're american but you can ask there too and though more than likely they'll be more than glad to stamp it because i mean they know what you want it for like just just because it's cool yeah, I did, in, uh, I did Canada, and then last time in Ireland, they, like, wouldn't do it for me. I asked, like, three people, and they wouldn't do it. And then I finally asked the last guy, and I was like, come on, man. I was like, I'm, like, trying to collect more than my other friend or that's doing it or something. I just made some story up. He's like, all right, don't tell anyone. And here I am. 
<laughs> oh, he's breaking the rules. His name's Frank. He works in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, Ireland was one was uh, the one place that we did get stamped. Um, they did stamp yours. Yeah, but we uh, that wasn't part of the the whole Europe trip. That was a separate. That was the summer before we went to Ireland. But I'm pretty sure that we went to Ireland in August. I love Ireland. It was um, really expensive. I th- uh, Ireland I or Iceland? Oh yeah, I heard like Ireland like their gas prices are stupid high. Yeah, I did you go over to the cliffs of Moher? Yeah, yeah, that was dope, man. We that did. Really I got ran out of there for flying a drone. <laughs> well, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't very happy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I I didn't really think it was. I mean, I thought it was expensive, but um no we 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 took a trip across the southern uh oh shoot what do they call it uh the wild atlantic way it's like the southern coast so we just kind of drove like for like seven days and like just kind of bebop different places but that's cool um like down there by like cork island like that yeah yeah i think um uh we landed in dublin is where we started and then we left oh boy um i don't know somewhere on the on the west coast kind of around um around there so yeah like shannon's up there like you go through like cork and then like up to shannon i think does shannon have an airport maybe shannon yeah, shannon, yeah. i think we flew out of shannon if i'm not mistaken actually probably i think that's their two major ones shannon yeah. and Dunn. Uh, on the left side of the road uh it was weird i had an automatic car like if i had to do a manual too i think my brain would have melted um <laughs> oh, yeah i don't but, know how they do it <laughs> I uh no I, I think I did pretty well um I don't think I had any major accidents I mean if I were to had if I we got the car in Dublin like the I think we stayed like a night or a night in Dublin and we got the car the next day if we had the car and I was driving around in Dublin like a city that's like kind of a no-go um oh, but it's like the country roads and that was pretty pretty easy going so <laughs> but um so i guess well we just kind of talked about a whole bunch of different other trips so kind of back to traveling um you know you guys have said you know you're about to jump on a plane to to athens maybe um you guys have been all over the place what kind of what kind of tips do you have um for traveling to these different places you know whether that be finding the places to stay or booking flights or finding what to do there or finding people to kind of kind of show you what to do there once you actually get there i think confidence that's probably number one yeah like i like i used to travel i was telling bronson today the first time i went uh to europe by myself i was 17 yeah i was i was really like worried that like oh these people are so much different than i am and like i won't know like be able to talk to anyone because they're different but like they're not like that's the thing i've picked up on the most is these people like even in like south asia like you know, people our age all like the same things. They just speak a different language. Like, we're all into the same stuff. Yeah. So, if you, if you find someone that you can communicate with, like, more than likely, if they're around your age, you're going to be into the same things. So, it's a lot easier to make friends with people abroad than most yeah. people think it is. That's what I love about Bali. Like, you can walk <clears> around <throat> and make friends with literally anyone. Yeah, it's in like two seconds. Everyone's so, so friendly, and it's, like, such a cluster of people from all over the world. Like, you'll meet somebody from Finland and then take two steps and someone's from like Norway and then someone from Asia and someone from Texas. Like, it's like crazy, but like everybody's like there to have fun. Everybody likes to drink beer and laugh and 
stuff like that. So it's pretty easy to find common ground. That's awesome. And yeah, it's pretty, um, it's, it's cool. Like you said too, when you meet other travelers, um, that are, that are there that you kind of interact with and kind of get their take on it as well. So, so you just be confident. And, and once you get there, as far as not being, um, concerned about what other people are going to think about you and kind of just kind of, just kind of take that leap and kind of do you as you would at home. Right. I guess is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Like just, you know, do exactly what you would do at home. Like if you're at a bar in Bali and you roll up on some Balinese dudes and they're chilling, like they're doing the same thing on Friday night that you'd be doing with your friends on Friday night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like they're just drinking beers and having fun. So it's really not that hard to like make some Balinese friends and like, and the local people, man, like that, they know what to do. Like they live there. So like when they're bored, like they know where to go to have fun. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And then you kind of get the full kind of experience that way. Yeah. You know, cause like they know things that you don't know. Like they might know that this place has a student discount or like I've been told that before. Like I've been places and they're like, Oh, this place has a student discount. If you have a student card, like show it and you get 50% off. <laughs> Me and Bronson did it in Germany. We were going yeah. on some carnival ride. We were at a carnival. Yeah. And then they had a student <laughs> discount. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I guess those are things you don't really think about, actually. <laughs> it's funny because neither one of us are in college, but I had my student card. <laughs> hey, man, if you still got the ID and they accept it, you know, yeah, you keep, enough keep to go to school. Card, I, sure. I keep mine in my wallet at all times. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get some benefit for, you know, paying all that student loans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna use this one on me, and I'd be like, "This doesn't even look like you." <laughs> so, um, so then also, kind of like I said before, you know, the story of how you you all met um, is kind of funny. You know, starting that kind of on Instagram, just you know, uh, exchanging comments and whatnot, and then eventually kind of taking that first trip. All right, let's just go to Germany. We'll meet up here. Like, that's gonna be fine. What I guess, what would you say to other people that? it sounds weird meeting people on the internet, but you know, meeting people from maybe on the other side of the United States or whatnot and find that common ground and then seeing that common interest like Bali, for example, or whatever. And be like, Hey, let's just do this. Like what, I guess, what, what would your advice be to somebody for that? You know, where they're thinking they're not sketched out about the situation, I guess is the best way to put that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think like what I would say is like, I feel like I'm really good at looking for red flags. Like, you know, just, just like feel the person out. Like if you're talking to them from Instagram DMs and you know, if you've only talked to them three times and they're asking you for money, you should probably not hang out with that person. <laughs> uh, if, if you're getting along really well. And like, I mean, I know there's some anomalies that happen. Like, you know, people are really nice to each other for two years. They meet and then they get stabbed. But <laughs> It's rare. It's, it's rare. rare. <laughs> Put a disclaimer on this for that one. My dad, my dad has this saying uh, when we travel. He says, "No risk, no fun." Yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad saying. We we always roll by that. And like, uh, I've met a lot of people traveling. Like, I've stayed in hostels with people that live in like Australia and in London, and like I'm friends with all these people on Facebook. And I don't think I've ever met someone that like. I couldn't tell that they were up to no good. You know, so, like they're, ask, they're asking for like money or like, uh, uh, you can just, I don't know. If you yeah. just read people the way, they, like just be cautious. That's even people here. Like, yeah, you know. You meet someone in your own town, like hang out with them at a bar or something like that. They like start talking to you normal and then all of a sudden they mention something weird. You're like, okay, 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can tell like through Instagram DMs when someone's about to sell you a body wrap or some herbal tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to be your friend. <laughs> so, so just trust your instincts, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like punch for red flags. Like, don't do anything stupid. Don't send ten thousand dollars to the Nigerian prince. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's hilarious. Well, we're. Uh, <laughs> Where can people uh, find you guys online to see um, see whether or not you go to, to Athens or not? Um, see how Vegas <laughs> is and what other uh, other trips and whatnot you guys got got in the works in the future. Um, so uh, Kyle's Instagram is uh, Kyle underscore Brewington. And that's all my socials. Everything is that. My personal socials. Yeah, we got YouTube, Twitter. Yeah, my, um, my YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everything is Kyle underscore Brington. And then uh, my stuff is at Bronson James Allison on Instagram. And then on YouTube, it's just Bronson James. And then we actually, uh, when we were in Bali, we kind of collaborated together with uh, like me and Kyle and then these Twins TV guys. And we came up with Live More TV. And you can uh, look for that on YouTube. And actually, I think Sunday we're going to release our Bali video, which is going to be crazy because like, I think it's like 100 hours at least of editing in this video. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gnarly. Yeah, it's pretty insane. It's only like six minutes long or something like that. So it's not terrible, but like it is action packed and like in your face the whole time. So it's definitely worth checking out. And then there's Live More TV on Instagram as well. But, uh, yeah, other than that, we're, like, pretty much getting pumped up for the, the video release, and then we're going to start pumping out videos as much as we can. Awesome. Well, yeah, uh, I'll definitely be on the lookout for that, and uh, I'll share that up on uh, Illumin stuff as well once that's live on YouTube or whatnot. And um, We're going to yeah. try to be posting every Sunday, hopefully. That's, like, our goal. Because, like, we're trying we, – we've had this body video done for a bit, but we're trying to get, like, a backlog of videos where we can – yeah try to post every sunday so then like we have like a couple weeks in advance so that if there is like a hiccup and like we're not doing anything like no one wants to watch me play video games by myself <laughs> so <laughs> we're trying to make like a backlog video so like sunday we'll post that one and then the next sunday will be the chernobyl video and then uh we've got some stuff coming up this weekend we're doing like a charity thing in columbus uh for autism awareness and oh, we'll, we're filming a video for that and so then we'll post that probably like the week after that. And then, you know, kind of just try to start making a backlog of stuff. Yeah, you know, like footage from all over the world and states and stuff like and that. And there are so. trips coming soon, man. Like, I'm dying to go to Nepal soon. Yeah, I'm down for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys make me, make me jealous. <laughs> hey, come with us, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, uh, if... Uh, if my my wife would let me do that with the the nine month old son at home, I definitely would. But I'll take care of that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get you guys connected. Uh, actually, you know, just just hop on Instagram. We'll work that way out, and uh, right. we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys uh, so much for getting on here again. Um, you guys always have uh, awesome – well, Bronson does. It sounds like, Kyle, you always have awesome stories as well. Um, so I hope to have you guys on here again. But um, thanks again for having us. Jumping on. Yeah, for sure. And uh, everybody check out their stuff. Um, and, yeah, thanks again, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it, buddy.
Hey guys, I really appreciate you listening and would absolutely love if you left a rating on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, or wherever you're listening to this. Your feedback is our inspiration to continue these stories and grow.